This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today is Wayne Dyer Week, Day 4. Today I'm going to share with you why I just mumbled as I was about to say that we should embrace the silence. It's really for that exact reason. right? The mumbling that I just went through is because I committed to share 10 days of Wayne Dyer with you and I am bored out of my mind. It's my laptop in the background. Like the wheels have fallen off the bus. <clears throat> I'm now coughing. Like we're not editing shit here. This is as real as it gets. <clears throat> I originally committed to Wayne Dyer week going into the life optimization experience. I committed to this because I believe that Wayne Dyer has incredible lessons and I'm sharing 10 of them with you because I know if you can take any piece of these and apply it to your life, not will you get shit done, but you'll feel better. Right? This stuff has made me feel better. But in the commitment, I was trying to take the short way out. Where I was trying to cram in 10 days worth of lessons prior to the life optimization event so that I would have content on deck so I wouldn't have to be stressed the day after the event to record a bunch of pod- podcasts. But here we are, Monday after the event, 6.06 p.m. I'm in the studio recording four, five, six, seven, eight podcasts in a row. And I don't want to. Like it all. But that whole thing of making a commitment and having daily reps and doing things I say I'll do has a massive impact on how I show up in my life. So now that I've off my, my high horse, now that I've got that out of my system, now I can share with you the fourth secret, which is the value of silence. You live in this world that is consistently bombarded with loud music, sirens, construction equipment, this podcast, leaf blowers, lawnmowers, all this unnatural human-made sound. It invades every aspect of your silence. Even the car you might be driving right now is emitting sounds and frequencies that are not natural to human beings. We created all this. It's like the radio in your car must more than likely always be on. And any pausing conversation seems to be a moment of embarrassment that most people, most people, feel required to fill with chatter. For many people that I know, being physically alone, not having someone to connect with, is a nightmare. I was that person. That was my life. It's crazy to me. But most of man's miseries derive from not being able to sit quietly in a room alone. I'm going to ask you a question. When is the last time you were able to sit alone in solitude without a phone in your hand, without a TV on, without a book to read, a Kindle, an iPad, that you could just sit? And then if you did pull that off, how long were you able to maintain that space for yourself? Probably not for very long. See, There's a momentary pause, a momentary piece of silence in the space between your thoughts 
that you can actually become aware of with a little bit of practice. This silence is the same reason why I pause in between my words. This is where you find the peace that you crave in your daily life. But you'll never know this if there's never the space to honor between your thoughts and words. The average person statistically has somewhere between 60 and 70,000 separate thoughts each day. So, so many thoughts, there are almost no gaps. What would happen if you could reduce that number? Let's say by half. You'd end up opening up an entire world of possibilities for yourself and for those around you. When you merge into the silence and become one with it, you end up reconnecting with your source. Maybe that's God, higher power, intuition, the universe, but ends up dialing you into a peacefulness that you crave. I believe there's a passage in the Bible or a sentence or something somewhere that says, be still and know that I am God. The key words there are still and know. See, be still actually, in my opinion, probably means silence. And Mother Teresa has been said to describe silence and interrelationship to God by combining the two, saying God is the friend of silence. I mean, think about it. Trees, grass, nature in itself grows in complete silence. Look at the moon, the sun, the stars. There's no sound coming from them. We need complete silence to be able to touch souls. This includes your soul. Which is why I pause and have you waiting to hear what I say next. You see, it's really the space in between notes that makes you and I enjoy music so much. Without the spaces, all we'd have is one continuous noisy note. Everything that's ever been created has to come from a place of silence. So how do you access more silence in your life? Right? That would be the million dollar question. I'm going to urge you to start to demand and hold space for more time and silence in your life. One of the easiest ways, one of the ways that I've been doing for a long time now that I encourage everybody I work with to do, and you, if you don't work with me, is begin to meditate. Remember, there's no such thing as a bad meditation. There's no such thing as a right meditation or a wrong meditation. It simply means to give yourself time to sit quietly alone. At first, inevitably, for a series of days, if not weeks or months, your thoughts are going to try to convince you that this is a complete waste of time. That you should be out there being productive. You've got so many other things to do. Hundreds of other unrelated thoughts will inevitably pop in your mind. It happens to everybody. But you can weather this, this thunderstorm of mental protestations by sitting quietly and just observe your inner chatter. Eventually be able to move into the gaps between your thoughts and notice how peaceful you feel. Notice how the silent gap is where the true action is at and then notice how you emerge from it. It's really an incredible practice, however it looks for it. I mean, it's really interesting to look into the ways that every religion 
itemizes their leader. Writes with that ah sound, that A-H-H-H sound. Think about God, Yahweh, Allah, Krishna. Like it's everywhere. That ah is such a powerful sound. It's such a powerful mantra. Even if you just repeated that sort of ah sound in your head, and that became the white noise, that became the space. As you were meditating, there's a different, different experience to be had. But think about, maybe you, you're telling yourself right now, I can't make time for meditation. There's no way I could find extra time in my day. What about when you stop at a red light? And you shut off the music, and your phone's not in your hand, and you could just zone out. Just stare out the window and be in awe of all that's happening in front of you. You might only get a minute or two, but between your commute to work and home from work, you might get 20 or 30 minutes of complete silence and just zoning out to yourself. And don't worry. If you zone out too far, someone will honk behind you, alerting you it's time to move. It's just the way all this works. But the meditation I'm encouraging you to do not only affects you and impacts you, but those all around you. See, when you're at peace, you radiate a different form of energy than when you're stressed or depressed. The more peaceful you become, the easier you can deflect negative energies from all those around you that you encounter. Not only can you deflect the negativity of those around you, but your sense of peace will actually bring others into harmony with you. See, I find that meditating not only calms me, but has a soothing effect on my family and almost everybody around me. Now, this is where it gets a little out there. And I'm, I'm prefacing this with, during meditation practices, it feels like you can make a conscious contact with the source, God, higher power. When you meditate, or at least when I meditate, and I get into that true sense of peace and gratitude, I'm able to remove stress, deflect the negativity, all those good things. But what I'm really doing is getting into the silence. In those moments of silence and tranquility, where I'm exuding peace, I feel like I can literally hear messages coming from somewhere else. I mean, God or the source, a higher power is the really only thing that's indivisible. It's the only thing that's truly omnipresent. The presence is truly everywhere. It's a force that creates and can sustain life. It can never be divided up or cut into pieces that can be quantified. There is only one ultimate power in the universe, never two. Everything you experience... Everything I experience as a human being appears to be in a duality, a positive and a negative, a black and a white, a stop and a go. However, up exists because it's the opposite of down. Light exists because it's the opposite of dark. You've never seen a person with a front who does not have a back, an outside without an inside. Our physical world is a world of dichotomies and combinations of opposites that are always divisible. Silence, however, 
is the one experience you have that's not divisible. You cut silence in half and all you get is more silence. There's only one silence. Therefore, silence is your one and only way to experience the oneness and the indivisibility known as God. This, my friends, is why I feel you should meditate. This is how you end up knowing God personally or the source or your higher power rather than having settled for knowing about God or higher source or power. You will find your answers in the silence, I guarantee it. Remember, it's out of the void, out of the emptiness that everything is created. It's just how it works. And as your meditation practice can increase and you become more efficient at it inside the confines of your house, wilderness becomes the next step. Anytime that you are feeling out of sorts in any way, go into nature and find your peace. We did that as a collective group inside the life optimization experience. We went for almost a six mile trek through the woods in complete silence. We had periodic stops in which we could connect and share, but there was something so peaceful, something so natural about what would be 15 men hiking through the woods. It's crazy. Like if, if you're somebody that suffers from insomnia, I'd encourage you to walk barefoot in the grass for 10 minutes before bed. Try spending a day in an isolated spot completely alone, only listening to the sounds of nature. Give yourself the opportunity to be taken into the wilderness as part of your daily life routine. This is a piece of what I would call the ultimate therapy. And it's much less expensive than all the other alternatives. Everything you wish to manifest, everything you wish to bring into your life emerges from a spirit or from the source, which then ultimately emerges from silence. From that place, I don't know how you'd really use your ego to manifest what you want. In fact, I believe your ego can inhibit your creative process. When you talk about your emerging, manifesting ideas and relay your insights to other, you often feel the need to explain and defend them or ultimately define them. What's happened in that moment is your ego has entered and taken over in control. Once the ego becomes present in some capacity, the manifestation would have to stop. You see, silence is where that manifestation occurs at. And you can rely upon it and enjoy basking in the security and inner peace that the silence of meditation always bring. So the core four, or as I refer to it, the elite eight, the eight points that are attached to the 56 or flounder. Meditation is more than just a component. Right, it's the meat of what goes on. Of course, we have body and, and business at the two bookends. But the things that comprise the center are the spiritual connection and the connection to our family. And we have those two pieces in alignment and you embody them every day. You'll find that all the days after, you're able to get shit done. <laughs>